Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome into LOTL. This is episode 81. Uh, I'm Dan here with uh, the full cast of characters, Jordan and Jimmy, here with you guys. What's up, boys? Hey. <laughs> I'm really excited. How's it going, everybody? I'm. Uh, we do this every week. I, I ask, am... "Hey, what's up?" And I and I either get, I either I get two things from Jordan. I get, "Hey," which is not an answer to the question, or I get, "How's it going?" Which is a question back at me. Yeah. I well, I, I I answer questions with questions. That's hey, how we are. We're fast paced. Yeah. He is a reporter. So yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about reporters and uh, reporter etiquette later in the show because uh, there's a big. Uh, what about or what to do about what's going on with Baker Mayfield and the local media this week. So we'll talk about that for a little bit, but let's not get uh, off track here. Uh, like I said, Jimmy's back, a little hiatus. He's been uh, busy trying to further his career or education, whichever. Whatever you call it. Yeah, whatever. Um, Sick of playing school. Yeah, yeah. You're almost done though, right? Yeah. Almost. We got about a month, literally a month and like a week of this semester, then one more semester, and I'm done forever. Whoa. Crazy. Big James, going to be out in the real world. Hummus. Yeah. Takes on probably Cleveland. Yeah. Day Cleveland. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Uh, you are obviously listening to us on one of our platforms, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that. Give us a like, a review, a rating, a follow, all that good stuff. And uh, we certainly do appreciate that. So uh, let's uh, let's get into it. So guys, I, I said what's up before, but you know, how's your how's your week been going? You know, what's something cool about your week today? Or today? What's something cool about your week this week? Nothing cool has happened. Oh, that's week. right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's been a bad week for me. <laughs> Technically, I didn't actually bring it up. No, I, I was no. I was trying not to bring it up today, but uh, I, I see Jordan's already changed hats. It's so sad. Yeah. He's uh, basketball season, baby. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna try and cancel out your morning with uh, sinking your love into another another game. Yeah. So which will probably lead me to more morning. Yeah, well, whatever. We'll see. Yeah. Um, if only uh, that Steph injury happened last year, your Rockets would have been in a better place probably. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, that, yeah, true. At least I they didn't know. win the title last year. Yeah. The Warriors. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And they're officially done, by the way. Like, yeah. They're, it'll, it'll, they're, they'll, they're, you know, they'll, they'll probably make another run in a couple of years, but yeah, they're good I, for now. My yeah. opinion, my opinion, it was going to be tough for them to make the playoffs this year anyway. Yeah. With Steph out, I mean, he's. I don't think he's going to miss the rest of the year, but he's going to. Steph's out now. He broke his hand last night. You didn't see that? Oh, because I was watching the The World World Series. Series. Yeah, it it was bad. He broke his hand last night. It was bad. Yeah. Well, no. First, he twisted his ankle, and then when he went down, he broke his hand. He fell. He like went to brace himself. So weird angle, and then whoever like landed on his hand, so he shattered. This is. It's not his shooting hand. It was his left hand. This is blowing my mind. But still. So they don't have Steph or Clay. Yeah, and they gave or up Katie. and they gave up like 150 points to the Suns last night. Oh my goodness. 
Dude, they're wow. terrible. They're bad. They were bad before he went down. They're right? officially their best player now is Draymond. Yep. Which, that's which don't a, get me wrong, he's a good player, em- that's but embarrassing. But yeah, he's he's your third option on a championship team, not number one. So yikes! I, this isn't a Warriors podcast. Anyways, so I don't know what we're doing. But Jimmy, what's something cool about your week, buddy, um, old pal? Man, what what's cool? Um, <clears throat> not flunking out of school. That's always that's always that's pretty, pretty cool. Sweet. <laughs> uh, it's Halloween. That's what's cool. That's right. That's right. Speaking of which, we can have Halloween on Christmas. Jordan, what? That sweet sound. What are we sipping on? We're drinking some sweet juice. Um, we. I don't know what that was. Good lord. Um, we are drinking. <laughs> we're drinking um, a modification of a what is now Cleveland Classic Fall beer. Oh, you guys aren't kidding. Yeah. You, okay. Okay. So yeah. let's explain what we're drinking. We're drinking yammy yammy. By yeah. platform, which however, we which we reviewed which you've had times. before. So why are we drinking again? Well, that's because they made a Good different question, version. <laughs> they made a spooky uh, version. They made a spooky uh, uh, type, and it is called S'mores Yammy Yammy. Yeah. And when you first take a sip, I'll say at first you're like, "Whoa, that's just Yammy Yammy," but then that aftertaste is it's pure it. marshmallow, baby. <laughs> like literally, it is. It is chocolate. Like your, do you think? Most yeah. Oh, there's there's some chocolate. It literally tastes like you're drinking a marshmallow. Like it's it's interesting, but not it's, at first. It's that second kick. It's you know? decadent, slightly spiced, and smooth. I, I would like, agree with that. I like that word decadent. Yeah, and, and I, marshmallow fluff, graham cracker, chocolate spice now, blend, sweet potato. It. Wow, this has this is seven point nine percent. Huh? Yeah, this will. You drink a lot. You drink a few of these. And, you know, uh, this kind of reminds me of almost like a Christmas ale. Like it's real, right? But this it sneaks I, up. I on agree you. with you. No, right. I, I mean like like the strong flavors. Yes, it sneaks up on you. Like you don't yeah. taste alcohol when you drink this, right? Like you do with some stronger beers, right? You know, it does though. It does though taste like you're sitting around a campfire. Yeah, uh, just because that s'mores aspect of it. Yeah, but uh, we were kind of uh, number one. We we're looking for fall beers that we haven't done yet, which are few and far between very few and, far and between. uh we're also we were looking for fall beers that were still available because uh they're they are also few and far between because uh most breweries are getting into christmas sale season and people hear that and they're like what it's halloween it's not even thanksgiving like christmas beer right. well you know they have to actually produce the christmas and, beer. and it's the same re- reason why oktoberfest and these type of beers actually right. come out months before uh, right October. oh yeah like, you could get yammy yammy in august <laughs> yeah yeah but but yeah it's just no, part I, of how it all works really cool uh i like it the original yammy yammy is a white can this is a black can so black orange and there's like a gold uh ring around yeah it. so yeah. it's very very spooky I, very halloweeny i i've been kind of shying away from um gimmicky beers as yeah. i like to call them Although maybe the industry would say this is not that. I don't. I'm just saying beers that would, come off as not like a regular beer. I would consider this one because um, it's it's a twist on one of their own. Yeah, yeah. So and I've been kind of avoiding weird beers like that, yeah. but I gotta be honest, this is really good. Yeah, I've I'm been kind of avoiding impressed. this one too, uh, just because yeah. I like Yammy Yammy a lot. Right, right. And normally right. when when uh, people do twists on beers that you like, it becomes you, different. It kind of ruins them. Yeah, yeah it ruins it. 
Um, and also, I'm not the biggest fan of like really sweet beers. Also and true. For I me. see s'mores on the can, and I'm like, and, oh boy. And you see decadent. <laughs> and so this this is very sweet. Like it, I'm, I'm like you said, it's like a Christmas sale. Like right. you, you get those sweet like notes right. and those flavors, but it still is pretty good. I, I actually really like it. It's a lot better than I thought it would what be. What do you think, James? Good pick, Jimmy. Oh, thanks, guys. Really oh, appreciate yeah. it. Jimmy picked it out this really, week. Yeah, really appreciate this is a Jimmy beer. My expertise. Beer he connoisseur. He did. He did. What if I do he, like it. What if I, he I like... just literally grabbed anything that looked cool off the shelf? <laughs> you know even... what? I mean, I that's confirm... good marketing in itself. The I can cans confirm cool. that. It is. Yeah, I can yeah. confirm that's not what he did. So No, I, um, I actually heard what he was saying. I so. did look around, but I did like it. That The first time I ever bought beer for this show... When I was of age, Ooh, of course. A little bit of the bubbly. Um, it wasn't bubbly. <laughs> I got, would I get Voodoo Ranger? Because I thought it looked cool. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. Voodoo Ranger was first. And which then you got, I do got to say I'm a fan of Voodoo And Ranger. then you got uh, Major, Major, Lager Major Lager from Brew Kettle. Yeah. Which is really good. Phenomenal. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's our beer of the week this week. It's spooky. So, I didn't say this at the top of the episode, but happy Halloween out there to everybody. Hey, happy cheers. Here. Happy, Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Malloween. If you don't know that reference, you are not cool in my book. I, I, apparently, I'm not cool. I don't. You're not yeah. cool. You're not cool. <laughs> okay. If you uh, want to know, Google Malloween, and you'll be not. You'll be very uh, happy. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, before we uh, waste more time in this episode by nonsense, uh, let's get into what we're going to talk about real quick. Uh, we've talked about the beer of the week. Uh, I just wanted to mention the pod or the podcast. I wanted to mention the website real quick, lotlpodcast.com, where uh, we've got a pretty cool feature that's going to be uh, on the site for the next month or so. Uh, Steven Stefano, who's a regular contributor to our podcast, and he's a childhood friend of mine, uh, is a marathon runner. He's run 10 marathons in his life. He's training for number 11. And uh, like any other competitive runner, his goal is to one day be able to qualify and run in the Boston Marathon. Yes. Um, so we thought it'd be a cool idea to have him chronicle his training leading up to his next marathon, which is in about a month. Um, I can't remember which one it is, but yeah, I can't remember uh, either. He'll probably talk about it in his blog. Uh, but we've got the first one that uh, is going to be posted. Is it posted? Uh, it's not posted yet. Okay. Uh, well, maybe I, I started a draft, but then I had to. Well, maybe going. by the time you're listening to this, it might be posted. I think that's possible. Okay, so yeah, he's going to be talking yes. about uh, his uh, journey um, to this marathon over a four-part series. Um, so really looking forward to that. Part one is just going to be his history in running and what he's accomplished and also talking about a little bit of injuries that he's had uh, over the last year that have kind of set him back. But um, but yeah, I thought that was a cool feature, mm-hmm. and uh, Steve's really looking forward yeah. to, to writing about that. So check out our website, lotlpodcast.com. All right, so uh, normal topics we're going to be getting into. We've got our top five of the week, and we're going to be talking about, since it's Halloween, we're going to be talking about our uh, top five Halloween costumes um, that you've either worn or that you've seen, because uh, for me, for me, it was uh, difficult to come up with five, because I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly. Same. So uh, I have one that's not me, but I thought it was hilarious, so I put it on my list. Uh, Jordan's got a few. Uh, that he's worn, and a few that he's that I seen. I just have seen that looked really cool. And then cool. who knows what Jimmy's got. 
Jimmy's sure he's probably got, got like I'm sure Barney, he's got a hodgepodge. Barney. Hey, I posted a picture of my brother. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Oh, uh, yeah. My my youngest brother, Mike, was obsessed with Barney growing yeah. up. So, and we still kind of give him crap about it today. So, that's our top five. Our poll of the week is uh, tied along in with that. We're going to be talking about whether it's acceptable or not to go trick-or-treating after you're of a certain age. Uh, we picked 16. We, we thought 18 was... Would have been really easy for people to say, like, no, that's ridiculous. Like, you're an adult at 18. Like, grow up. Right. College. But 16 is a little interesting because you're, like, getting to the point where, like, I don't know, whether kids still think it's cool to go walk around and ask people for candy. So we'll talk about those results and we'll give our own opinions as well. Uh, we're going to talk a little Jimmy in the CLE since he hasn't been here in a few weeks. Jimmy's got uh, some stuff to talk about in Cleveland. He went to uh, an event that we went to last week that we love, and we'll talk about Jamie's experience there and kind of what he's got going on uh, as well. I don't know what that means. I just made that up. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we're also going to uh, cover a interesting thing that I just saw kind of before I left work today, um, talking about a movie that's being shot in Cleveland by the most famous movie directors in the game right now yeah. who are Clevelanders the uh, the Avengers directors the Russo brothers so we'll talk about that they are filming a movie in Parma I think it's this week actually so really? I actually saw those trailers last night oh, when yeah? I was at the game they all passed by and uh, me and Teresa were like okay those are clearly movie trailers like right. they literally said like yeah it said the name of the movie, whatever, yeah. Sherry or Sher- whatever it's called. Or, Cherry. Or said something like that. Yeah. Then it was like producer, blah, blah, blah. So we were like, oh, I bet that's like a movie thing. I didn't realize it was actually that movie, but yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah, so we'll talk about that a little bit because that's pretty cool going on in our city. And then we'll uh, we'll talk a little sports. Uh, Browns have got a season-defining game coming up on Sunday. Uh, if they lose, their season's over. Uh, if they win, uh, they have to win a lot more games uh, <laughs> after that. So, and then we'll get into a little bit of uh, some more reporter drama with the Cleveland media and Browns players. Uh, Jordan is a a former journalist by by trade. Still are a journalist, but... Yeah, I don't. I don't really do it anymore, but I still have the skills and whatnot. So we'll get his perspective on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, I'm I'm looking forward to talking about that because I do have some some um we'll talk about the Cavs Cavs surprisingly two and two on the season they play they've been playing really well uh throughout I know it's only four games but um you know I still only expect them to win like 20 25 games this year but they're gonna be so much more entertaining to watch than they were last year last year was like a death march to the end of the season the the Cavs are actually fun oh uh, and Jordan went to the game. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I, well, he I, went to like I, half the game. Yeah, but I'll, I'll describe the new improvements. But yeah, Jordan, Jordan um, will talk about the uh, the renovations. I'll, I'll also be posting pictures. Uh, <coughs> at this point, there's no point to do it now. But I'll, I'll post a few probably tomorrow. Sure. Uh, just to kind of give some people an idea if they're going to any weekend games. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about that later. Yeah. That's cool. And then uh, what we'll do after that is we'll talk about a couple events that are coming up. And then we'll talk about our plans for the weekend. So, let's get into it, boys. Uh, do we want to talk about our costumes? Let's do that. Let's get a little spooky on the last night of spooky. All right. I'll start. Jimmy! That's cool. Stepping up to the plate. Wow. You're getting more confident. That's right. I think <laughs> I got my swagger back. I think. Wait, or what's rock? that from? That's uh, it's a tweet. 
I think. I thought that was from no. uh, a song. Hop on up my bed, turn my swag on. That's not it. No, no, no. I it think was I a got Jay-Z. My swag it's a J- yeah, Kanye's like. Oh, it's a from. Kanye or Jay-Z are like, I think I got my swag back. I don't think it's either. I think it's from a movie or a TV well, show. Well, they say it. it's definitely one of their songs. I don't know yeah. if it's from something else. Oh, this is going to bother me. So yeah, I know. Do some research. Just Google it, I guess. Okay. Uh, all right. So, top five Halloween costumes. Um. We're going to start at number five. Uh, I actually haven't worn this yet. It's my tomorrow oh. costume. Are you going to OU? No, I wish. I I could, but no. No, I worked. What's going on in OU tonight, by the way? It's Halloween. It's Thursday, it's Thursday Thursday. Thursday Thursday. It's a whole weekend thing. It's going to be yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and probably Sunday. Yes, yeah, that place is yeah. banana land. Crazy, crazy. Uh, anyways, number five, I'm going to be... Danny Zuko, uh, a.k.a. John Travolta from Greece. <laughs> I got a nice, that, fancy that, leather is jacket. That why, is that why you've been growing out the hair for That's the last right. three months or whatever? Slick the hair back, wear some tight, skinny black jeans, oh, leather jacket. Hilarious. Leather, you hear him say leather, leather jacket. Leather jacket. All right, so that's tomorrow's costume. I will have a picture, so maybe post it to the LOTL page. Uh, number four, I was Stone Cold Steve Austin when I was about five years old. <laughs> nice. Big WWF fan at the time. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I had a Kane costume as well as a, Steve, a Sto- Stone Cold Steve Austin costume. So. Gonna have to switch that over to AEW, man. That's right. Yeah. Number three, I was three-hole punch Jim uh, a few years back <laughs> in high school. That's so lame. Ooh, that's yeah. so lazy. Very. Oh, if you think that's lazy, <laughs> wait till my number one. Uh, number two, I was a sexy cop one year. Uh, of course you were. Had some jean shorts, cut them real short. <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> a sexy cop. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, Minimal that, effort I, went into that I costume. Could, but I could also see you doing that. I literally just had a polo, cut the sleeves off, had jean shorts, cut them super short. The aviators, I had a badge, yeah. I handcuffed myself. Wow. A little weird. Handcuffed yourself. A little PG-13. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. number one. Oh, God. I was, if you, if you thought number three was lazy, I was a ceiling fan. <laughs> how, <laughs> how do you do how, that? Yeah, how did that You work? wear a white t-shirt and you say, go ceiling on it. No, no. That's terrible. Oh. That is probably... It was a hit or a miss. Everybody oh. was like, that's genius. I like had eye black on. I had a visor. I looked like... Oh, at least you put some yeah, stuff. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I had eye black on. I didn't realize that you put a, a little effort. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. People either loved it, they're Got like, it. I don't get it, or you're an asshole. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's my top five. James. Yes. With the swear words. I should do. Sorry, we'll bleep that out. We'll edit it. All right, I'll go next. We'll let Jordan bring up the caboose. All right. All right, so uh, five for me. This is one that wasn't mine, but I shout out to one of my former coworkers who did this uh, for work one year. He came as a one-night stand. (laughs) And what he did was he basically made a bed stand out of cardboard and put it around himself and had a lampshade on as a hat with a string. (laughs) And wore a number one on his chest. Oh yeah! So he was a. I mean, I guess he put a little. He was a one nightstand. I I mean, I guess sure. Yeah. So that was that was (laughs) funny. Uh, Number four for me was uh, my senior year in high school. I went as a formal apology, which was me wearing uh, black jeans, a black tuxedo T-shirt. To say I'm sorry. And I and I and I taped a piece of. paper to the hat I was wearing that said I'm sorry. Okay. So I was a formal I see. apology. I see. 
That's creative. Uh, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the ceiling fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> number three. This is what this is just nostalgia. It was when I was little. I posted the picture of it today. Uh, I was a Browns player. So I had the little jersey, had the, oh, had the football you were a child, pants. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so had the yeah, helmet yeah, yeah. and everything. If you'd have done that today, I'd be like, dude, oh, you no can yeah. think of a much yeah. better yeah. costume right. than this. Right. Uh, number two was our Halloween party a couple years ago. I went as Dwight Schrute. I remember that. Now, Ooh. that was top tier. <laughs> yeah, because I actually did my hair. Yeah, yeah. I did you, with the part. Yeah, you had the shirt. I had the gla- I had the nerdy glasses. I had oh, the... Yeah. I had the... Uh, the uh, calculator yeah, watch. watch. Yeah, I had the mustard brown shirt yeah, with the brown tie. <laughs> the the short sleeve. Hey, if you go to Goodwill, they have a ton of those. That, that's where I got everything. Yep. <laughs> yep. I even got the glasses there. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> number one for me is this will never be beat for me. Steve and I, when we were in like eighth grade, went as the Men in Black. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. yeah. He you was, wear little uh, suits. He and was stuff? K. I was J. Mm-hmm. So we wore. What we basically did was we wore like our our uh, Cantorum tuxedos, which were black, except we just <laughs> instead of using the bow tie like we usually did for Cantorum, we just did a long black tie. Mm-hmm. So we just walked around asking for candy bars in a tuxedo, basically. Should you wear something? Gla- oh, hell yeah! Oh, yeah. The you have to. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my top five. J Dog. All right. So um, some of these I haven't. I didn't actually. Wear. I would say Yordan, but I. Yordan. I that's kind of like. <laughs> Hitting a uh, striking chord right now. I still like Yordan. I do probably need to change my name though because that's. You need to go back to being uh like for that? the rest of the night. You need to be El Spooky, Spooky Gonzalez. El Spooky Gonzalez. What was the Christmas one? El El, El Santa. It was either El, El Santa. No. El Mary. El Mary. It was, or, El it Mary was either Gonzalez. Jolly or Mary. Yeah, yeah, one of the two. Um, all right. So for me, uh, number five, I didn't do this myself, but a friend did. Mexican sugar skull. So like the Mexican skull paint yeah. looks really cool. I think pretty much anyone looks cool when they do it. Um, it's just such a jarring looking costume, especially if you pair it with like a suit or if you're, you know, or some of the girls will wear like a, a dress or something. I don't know. I think it looks cool. Um, number four. Any Joker, I've seen a lot of really cool Jokers. Recently at the bars last week, I saw a girl dressed up as the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, and she went all out. Like, the suit was perfect, the paint looked awesome, and she already had long hair, so the hair was, she just dyed it or whatever. It was so cool. It was one of the best costumes I've seen in a long time. Um, Number three, I went as Danny Green. Uh, a few years back um i actually uh, not that i like respect any mobster necessarily but i'm not really I, at all a big fan of danny is that Green. the story of the guy the <clears throat> yeah kill the irishman yeah. yeah not not the guy in the new movie yeah, yeah, yeah kill yeah. the irishman yeah so danny green actually caused a lot of destruction didn't that have something to, to do with cleveland yeah that's he right. he caused a, a, a mob war that that's there right, was like right. 38 bombs that year yeah. in the city anyways uh, that's 100 percent a cleveland thing uh, the movie's great. I read about him. It's fascinating. He actually is potentially caused the down, the ultimate downfall of one of the Sicilian mobs. So he's technically like a, vi- a villain character for anyone who's looking at whatever side you're on. He's technically a villain. Yep. But I felt it would be a great co- it, the outfit he wears in the movie is really cool. And I actually found a jacket that was made from that that was actually made in the late '70s, early '80s. So. Technically, it was period accurate, I guess. Um, and I just put up, you know, put together the rest of the costume. I thought it was really cool. 
Um, I'm fascinated by mob stuff. Uh, number two, I was uh, Andrew WK this year. Kind of actually... That's pretty good. Yeah, thanks. I, you, I, had the head, I, you had the head bob good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the, you had the head yeah. bob going too. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, um, I got a white on white outfit, got the blood, the fake blood on my shirt, got the long hair wig. It was fun. Uh, a little blown away how many people didn't know who I was, and when I told them, they still didn't know who I was. I'm gonna be honest. I no, I know. I know. I figured you didn't. Do you don't um, know who Andrew WK is? Heard of him? Let's get the party started. Yeah, you probably Let's heard him. the song. Okay, yeah. yeah, I know the song. So he got really big in the early 2000s. It was on one of the Madden games. Yeah. I think it was Madden 04. Uh, so okay. just a little quick context. <clears throat> I heard a podcast on him, <laughs> and I'm not gonna get into it now, but he's a weirdo, and he has oh, yeah. like essentially. There's like rumors that he's been replaced by another Andrew WK. It's weird. Look it up if you want, if you're interested in a, a, a nice conspiracy theory. It's fascinating. So it, it fascinated me, so I decided to do it. And then number one, uh, last year I was Bob from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> At first I thought this was going to be one of the goofier costumes I've ever done until I actually was like, wow, I kind of almost look <laughs> like him. Because <laughs> I have the black hair and I had a, a, real, a real mustache. He drew lines on his hair. Yeah. I had a real mustache and, and I drew the cartoon nice. hair because he had like hair. Like, oh, okay. You know, in the cartoon, he just has thick. Yeah. And so I just <laughs> they, did that. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. And Teresa dressed up as uh, Linda. And it was actually, it was pretty, it was, I thought it was a good costume. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my top five. Cool. Nice. Spooky. So that's our top five. Uh, hit us up. Let us know if uh, you had any really cool costumes that uh, you'd like to. Uh, yeah, let us know your favorite costume you've ever done like or that you've out. seen. Maybe you saw some kids. Wearing something cool tonight, let us know. Alright. Cool. So, anyway, let's uh, move on here. Moving on. Moving on up. Let's see, we got no guest interview. Nope. Not this week. He's <laughs> <laughs> just going down our script. <laughs> Alright. Let's uh, do that poll of the week. Let's yo. do it, because it's Tied it's right this. right in line and I we got some uh, we got some some feelings about it. I don't know what you what you think, Jimmy. You said you weren't a real big trick or treater growing up, so you probably. Uh, I was until a certain age, and then I just started like scaring kids. I made a little home haunted house. So yeah, <laughs> weird, weird, weird kid. That's <laughs> go fine. ahead. Well, anyway, we uh, we wanted to know, and we we put this out on social media. Is it acceptable to trick or treat after you're 16 years old? So, like like I said at the beginning, we were gonna put 18, but. I feel like 18 would be like too easy of an answer. Like people would be like, "Oh, because well, no, that yeah, you're graduating high school, right? Like, you want to like, right, right. like, no, that's whatever. pretty obvious." And this is this is specifically trick or treating. I'm not talking about like like dressing up and going to parties or whatever because that's right, that's that, like a lot of people. That's a that, huge yeah. part of like the college experiences, Halloween parties well, and dressing up and stuff. Still a huge part of, of a lot of adults' experiences. Well, yeah, adults too, yeah, that don't yeah. want to grow up. Yeah, I know, I get it. <laughs> but, yeah, I get it. Uh, Kids with responsibilities. AKA pretty sure adults. Dan wore a costume two years ago. Two years? Yeah. Well, I no, I was still thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. Cut. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty as charged. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I, what what do you guys think? Sixteen so, years old, and like I said, I, we're talking trick. We're talking going with a with a with a pillow like with actually, a pillowcase in your hands, yeah. going around asking asking strangers for candy. for candy. So if that's the straight up context. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think I think it's too old. Yeah, I think that's a little too old. Yeah, I would never do it. Um, however, like I don't think it's like exactly weird. I think a lot of teenagers do go trick or treating, kind of just to be silly. 
Um, I've also seen a lot of teenagers taking out their younger siblings and maybe they'll also want to get some candy too. And it, you know, in that situation, I think that's completely normal, but if it's just like literally like a 16 year old or a couple of 16 year olds going out to just get candy, I think it's a little weird. Get a girlfriend. Yeah. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. or, or uh, honestly just play a video game or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just, Hey, um, don't do that. I think you're doing a lot but, of qualifying. But that being <laughs> saying, well, no, I am. Yeah. Yeah. That, that being said, like I, it doesn't really bother me necessarily. I just would be a little weirded out if like three 16 year olds came up and were like, no kids, nothing yeah, right. else. They just wanted to get candy. Trick or like, treat. Like, don't you guys have money? Like, I, <laughs> like don't you have a job? Yeah, like, yeah, one's dressed up as Kermit. One's yeah. dressed up as Big Bird. And the other one's dressed up as Oscar the Grouch. If anybody was Big Bird, it would have been me because I was 6'3 when I was 16. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> if I showed up to somebody's front door. He's since Trump, Big ladies Bird. and gentlemen. <laughs> Big bird. Oh, wow. That's oh, man. Yeah, so um, so you say no, but under circum- certain circumstances, you can see it. Yes, 100%. What do you think? I don't think any high schooler should go trick-or-treating. I think wow, eighth grade. Wow, he's even saying high oh, wow. schoolers. I so, think yeah. eighth grade's the... I mean, I'm not... So he's not, bumping that age down to 14. Yeah, okay. I'm not too far out of high school. So if I went back to my yeah. freshman year of high school and any of my friends went trick-or-treating, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Find something else to do. Yeah, like, come I on. That. I we're four. I mean, for I think eighth grade's the cutoff, and even eighth grade's kind of a little much. Wow, so he's yeah, Jim. I think thirteen's the last year you should be going trick or treating. Interesting. Once you hit that teen, it's like, you know, play some video games, go to a haunted house. Yeah, like try like, to kiss like a girl that, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Stop trying to, <laughs> try to get candy from yeah, the so neighbors. Yeah, so here, here's my thing: it's like I, I think sixteen's the right age because if you're old enough to drive a car. Yeah. What are you doing walking around the neighborhood asking people for candy? Go to Target, buy yourself exactly. a bag of Reese's, yeah. right. and like you said, play video games with your I, friends. I think, too, Like I, I feel like most 16-year-olds are trying to either get into a party or they're just hanging out with their good buddies. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah so I don't even think this is like a lot of people are right. doing this. I yeah, but I do But I, I do hear a lot of like uh, a lot of older people like like are, I mean, you're still, like you said, you're not too far out, mm-hmm. of, out of high school, but... Like, people would be like, oh, I wish, you know, I could go trick-or-treating. Like, right, right. Like, grow up. Really? <laughs> people said that at work today. Yeah. Some I'm people, like, some people excuse me? That stuff. Walk around my neighborhood and harass if, my if, neighbors let, for let's, candy. Let, let's, just, let's, just, let's just put the shoe on the other foot here. Yeah. If, if I, like, say right now, if I was sitting on my uh, stoop, handing out, you know, sitting there with a bowl of candy and I saw, like, an 18-year-old kid walk up to me wearing, like, a Power Ranger outfit and, yeah. like, holding out a pillowcase at first i would have, hey because they'd have to be bigger than all the other kids they'd be like, how old are you yeah 17 18 i'm like go get a job or something like that seriously <laughs> don't I, i'm not giving them candy right i think it would be unfair to the little kids who would want more candy right anyways, so. that's what trick-or-treating right. is for it's right. for children. little kids like literally children it's literally a children's activity mm-hmm. so if you're 17 18 and you're about to graduate high school and go off to college or get a job or something like what right. in god's name are you doing uh Stumping for candy. I have a question for you guys. When you okay. guys were kids growing up, whatever neighborhood, you guys went trick or treating. Yeah. In. Was it in your neighborhood? Or would you go to another neighborhood to trick or treat? Uh, when I was when I was younger, when my parents were still like walking us around, it was just our neighborhood. When I got like into, because I I did trick or treating until I was about sixteen. So first couple years of high school. Uh-huh. So like once you get into high like before high school, like you only have friends that are in your neighborhood. Once you get into high school, like for us in Strongsville. So, like, I got into high school, I started, like, making friends with kids that are, like, live up near Berea or mm-hmm. up near Middleburg Heights. 
like us, we lived down by Brunswick. So, like, yeah, a lot of times it was, hey, mom, dad, can you drop me off at so-and-so's house and, you know, go trick-or-treating up there or stuff like that. So, Well, the I guess my, my question is, um, the neighborhood that you guys grew up trick-or-treating in, did you have a ton of kids and then over the yes. years it just dwindled down, yes. like, dramatically? Yes. When I, when I was, like, going trick-or-treating, I was probably, like, 12, 13. My brothers were, like, 7, 8, mm-hmm. and... All the kids in the neighborhood were like their age. Isn't it so crazy? There were seven, eight year olds running around. My parents, oh, yeah. my parents had to have like these giant, like, uh, have you guys ever seen it? Like Walmart or Target, like the big black, like plastic cauldrons, like mm-hmm. that people put candy yeah. in. Yeah. Well, my parents would have like two of those, and we're handing out candy. My dad would always count when we were little kids. More so when my sister was in middle school, and I was like five or six. He would count. They would get like a couple hundred kids a night. And now yeah. in our neighborhood, it's maybe they'll right. be lucky if they see 30 kids. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, lucky. Like, like those kids, those kids grow up and like the parents, you know, Staying still live and, there yep. and they're not having kids anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny to see when you're a little kid, everybody's running around and then you, yeah, everybody's well, I mean, grown up. Yeah. Right. Like, so when my parents, when my parents were kids like us, uh, that like my my dad grew up in Brook Park. My mom grew up in Middleburg Heights. Now you consider Brook Park and Middleburg Heights to be like, you know, older people live there um, and stuff like that. Well, like we grew up in Strongsville. So when we grew up, that was where all the kids were. So for my parents, they, like Brook Park and Middleburg Heights was like Strongsville where mm-hmm. that's where all the kids oh, were. Yeah. Now sure. it's reversed. Like, like when I was growing up, all the kids were in Strongsville and like my grandparents lived in Middleburg Heights and Brook Park and stuff like that. So... Yeah, the dynamic has definitely changed, and you're starting to see it change again in Strongsville. Like Strongsville, older people like, now. Like all the parents of like kids from our generation are still living there. So it's interesting to see that dynamic. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I've noticed in my neighborhood, at least, uh, a lot of the older people have moved out or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's more houses for sale. It's interesting seeing the younger couples move in with right, really too, yeah. young kids and three starting. Yeah, so yeah, the right cycle is going to restart in like three, four years. It's right across the street again. from us, it's a couple maybe in their late 30s, Absolutely. early 40s. They have like a four-year-old and a three-year-old and yeah. it restarts, but it's crazy to see. For sure. Uh, uh, I actually didn't do any uh, trick-or-treating growing up. That's right. So yeah. Because right. it was the I, devil. <laughs> it's a it devil is. at work. I um didn't really even do anything. I mean, for... some some families literally do yeah. just like refuse to celebrate Halloween because I, feel, I mean, not a lot of because no. technically it's a it's a pagan oh, like yeah. like yeah. satanic holiday. I'll be honest, I don't, I still don't like <laughs> it. Like I still don't like anything about it. Really, I'm not huge like, on I it. it. Like I'm not saying I'm gonna. I'm like I protest it. Oh yeah, right? I just don't like it. I don't yeah. like the decorations. I don't like the. I think some of the ooh spooky stuff is funny. Right. I just can't get into like the. Yeah, I, I like the little people. People take like, it so seriously. Yeah, people get like really weird about it, and yeah. that's what I'm like. Okay, what? Right. Like, I agree. And well, I don't like I don't like horror movies, so I don't really get into that. Here's like, a question: I wish I would have brought this up earlier because I had this argument debate with a friend a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, Halloween being celebrated in public schools, like have they Halloween parties for kids? Do you think that should happen, or cut it out completely since it is uh, technically related to religion? It's a pagan holiday. Yeah, I mean, I, see, I don't think it's, technically it is, but I don't think it's a holiday where... It's more Americanized, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's more and it's more secularized. Like, it's, 
It's not. Right. It's not a holiday where you're pushing. Like it's. Yeah. You're not pushing religion with it. Like like, uh, uh, with crit like, with you know we're not gonna get into politics here, but like with with how people like don't say Christmas, they say Xmas. Like stuff like that. Right. Like Winter break. Yeah. Right. It's not Christmas like yeah. Break. Instead of Christmas break, whatever. Like happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Like it's not like right, right, right. like religion is not pushed on Halloween. So like I, if it's fun for kids, like. Okay, hey, you know, kids come in dressed up as something that, you know, not offensive. Like, you're not coming in dressed up as, like, a demon or something. But if you're, like, a power, <laughs> but if you're a power ranger, like, I think that's fine if, like, school's, like, yeah. hey, come in dressed up and, uh, you know, we'll walk the hallways and you can trick or treat from every teacher's, like, classroom or something. Like, to me, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I get it. Some Some families don't like the holiday. Some people don't yeah. like the holiday. I get it. I don't really, like care either way like it's not something like oh it's great like hey i'm so excited for halloween like that's not like whatever yeah and like i said the only time i ever get dressed up for halloween is if like i'm having a party when my friends are coming over i'm not going out like to like a specific like if a bar is throwing a halloween bash like yeah i'm not not doing that also i don't get into the whole oh my goodness do i ever not get into the dress up to work kind of a thing like i i could not ever (laughs) go to work i've worked worked at the place i worked at for seven years i've never done it yeah and my work my work they do it like they go like, hard in the paint. Like, like we, I'll send it to you. Like yeah, you our, our company, our company really did go tweets through. out pictures of all the costumes. That's like crazy. Which I think is a cool aspect, like for a company no, yeah, to do because 100%. it humanizes like yourselves. Like, oh, that makes us more relatable. Like the mm-hmm. people that I buy, like that I work with and buy product from, is you know dressing up on Halloween and you know doing normal human stuff. It's not just hey, like you're buying stuff for us. We're just gonna take your money and that's it. Like, there's a human aspect to it, but, yeah, I've never once dressed up for Halloween at work, and I don't ever plan to. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do eventually. I always say I'm going to I'm gonna come up with something creative this year, and then it comes two weeks until Halloween, and, yeah. like, I should probably start looking for yeah. a costume. And then it's a few right. days, and I'm like, exactly. ah, whatever. I did that this year, year, too. Yeah, I did that this year, too. Like, whatever. Like, uh, Jordan's girlfriend, Teresa, had a Halloween party. And first, she told me that she wasn't even dressing up. So I'm like, okay, I don't have to dress up then if the host isn't dressing up. And I show up, and she's dressed like a witch. And I'm like, you told me you weren't dressing up. <laughs> you should have known she was going to dress up. So, but, but, at the, but at the same time, like, I, like, like, what are you going to do? Like, kick me out if I don't dress up? Like, right, okay, I'll right. go home. Maybe. Like, and we're not going to be friends anymore because that's ridiculous to kick me out if I'm not dressed up. I'll never unless, talk to you again, Teresa. Unless it's specified. See, I've had Halloween parties at our old place where I've specified, like, no on the costume? Facebook invite, I said, if, like, this is a Halloween, like, party. If you don't dress up, you're not coming in. Like, that's what it is. It's uh-huh. specifically. So that, like, I guess, if you, like, like, we also used to have Christmas sweater parties. You were at them. Mm-hmm. If you don't come up, if you don't show up wearing a Christmas sweater, you're not coming in. So, like, my buddy who was up from Florida came, and we're getting way off track here, but I told him <laughs> that, and he... He had just like a normal like Argyle sweater, and he he taped a piece of paper to this chest, and it said "Merry Christmas." That's I'm like, funny. hey, Good that's enough. cool. You Good gotta, you gotta, you know, <laughs> the efforts there. there. But yeah, I don't really know where we're going with that. But yeah, good talk. Yeah, good times. <laughs> good chat, Jordan. What was the uh, what were the results of the polls? Oh, yeah, uh, we have it right here, and. Twitter said forty percent said yes, it's acceptable. Sixty percent said no. 
Facebook was close, but a little more balanced. 52% said yes, it's acceptable. About 48% said no. 52% said it's yes. acceptable yeah, yeah, at yeah. 16. Yeah, we had about 40. Wow. We had about 40 votes on Facebook. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which is pretty so, good. Like like 21, 22 people said yes, which yeah. whatever. I mean, people are entitled to their opinion, so whatever. I, they, they're, no, they're wrong. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Wrong. People are entitled to their opinion, but they're okay. I'm not. You're doing wrong. That. <laughs> no more politics. This should have the greatest Halloween costume of all time. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be huge. News. You are fake news. <laughs> you are fake news. Uh, all right. So that's our poll of the week. So uh, yeah, let us know if you agree or not. Uh, a lot of you voted, but you know, um, let us know if you agree, if you disagree, any of that good stuff. So let's. Uh, James, you've been gone for a few weeks. Yes. Let's talk about our newest segment that we've only gotten to do once. But uh, Jimmy let's talk. and the Clee. Yeah. Jimmy and the Clee. Jimmy and the CLE. Whatever. Jimmy and the CLE. What do you guys nice. say at Dusty Cleveland? What do you guys call it? The CLE. Uh, this is Clee. This is Clee. Clee. Usually Clee. Clee? Interesting. I don't know. I never I say always, it, but I always spell it. I it's always, always I, CLE. You, I always say CLE. I always said Clee. Your opinion doesn't matter, even though I asked for it. (laughs) (laughs) You're wrong. All right, so anyway, Hopper, Jimmy in the Clee. That's so weird. No, it's Jimmy in the CLE. Yeah. Uh, So among other things, you got to go to, and we'll we'll chime in too because we went as well. But you went in the afternoon. I saw. I was the afternoon. Which I'm which I'm interested to hear because I've never been to this in the afternoon when people are like like playing hooky from work and stuff. But (laughs) you went to the Great Lakes Brewing Company's first pour for Christmas ale. Yes. How was that? Well, uh, I got there. I went with one of my um, coworkers, and I pull up, and the first person i see when i pull up is a guy wearing a santa hat sitting on the ground against the building laying in his own vomit oh, i'm like dude it's i'm like it's 2 15 in the afternoon wow. how long have you been here 2 15 <laughs> i get out i say you're right there buddy he said i think it started at 11 yeah well he, he was had, probably lined up at like 9 a.m yep gave me two thumbs up went my on my merry goodness. way because well, huge line to get in oh yeah it's kind of um, weird how yeah. popular this event i is. had no idea i thought i was gonna yeah just walk right in but uh right. they took way too many glances at my id they did not think i was 21 so eventually i did get in um but it, it's crazy i didn't know how how big of a deal this is at, at great lakes but um everybody's dressed up in christmas sweaters santa hats santa was there i forgot my um, santa hat this year i oh always yeah. wear santa Do you? Hat. yeah it's huge it was uh really cool i posted from our instagram story it, it's one um, of the big. It's probably. It might be the biggest like brewery type event in the city. I would. I would think, so, think too. so. I would have yeah. to think so. I was astounded how many like, people showed up. Even Fathead's uh, Pumpkin Beer Fest, which is pretty famous, mm-hmm. it's very crowded, but not. It's still. I, I can't imagine what it was I, like at night. I don't think it attracts that many people. Mm-hmm. At least not as much as Christmas sale does, and we were there at night, and it was very crowded. Just oh yeah, very, it was very, very crowded. But I must say, I don't think it was as much as last year. Last year was yeah. insane, literally insane. Yeah. I've never seen like a place that small be that busy. I couldn't. I was shoulder like there was there was. I don't know if there was. Uh, last year there was. They had a fire marshal there, and they literally weren't letting people in until people left. Yeah, because it was, it was so bad. packed. Um, but yeah, so like, what what did you get to go, like? Downstairs, 
and upstairs and all that. I didn't see upstairs. I mean, when yeah. you walk in the main level, and then uh, I went downstairs to that bar. I like downstairs a lot. That's a cool yeah. vibe. Yeah, um, it's like a cave. Yeah, it, it, it's really cool. Um, we got to go actually behind the bar. We took some videos for uh, our page, for, yeah, get yeah. some pictures. Um, shout out your page, by the way. Shout out. Who are you interning yeah. for? Oh, Destination Cleveland. You know, Thank we never. I don't know if we ever uh, talked yeah. about that. Oh, we definitely did. Oh, we did. One oh, we did. When oh. we first got it, yeah. Oh, yeah. we definitely mm-hmm. did one time. Well, I mean, I didn't <laughs> think we needed to do it more than once. But um, yeah, I, I think with this internship, I've been learning so many different places that I want to visit that you guys, I'm sure, have seen or visited. Yeah, well, so I. I well, let's I'm talk about some that you have. Sorry, let's talk a little bit more about some that you have seen, though. That I have seen. Um, I know you poor. said you went to Poor. Poor. Yeah. So what did you I, think of that? I like it a lot. Very cool vibe. Nice little small coffee shop. Yeah. Um, I What I like more, actually, is Lake Erie Coffee Company. Oh, I, I like that place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, Poor is awesome, too. but um, Really cool spot. I just like the, yeah, just the feeling on the inside is cool. Oh, yeah. It's, um, a, it's a cozy coffee there's shop. There's just so many coffee places around Cleveland that yep. I need to try. There's Phoenix. Well, we went, Lake, we went to Rising Star. Rising Star. Probably, There's like five different locations. Ago, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Loop. Loop I have yet to go. Loop? I went to Loop. I need to go to Bookhouse Brewing. Oh, um, yeah. But I am either going to Lucky's or Grumpy's on Sunday. Oh, so okay. We'll see. This Sunday? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Not sure which one. I heard. Both I are good. Yeah, no, Lucky, are good. I'll just say this. It just depends how much money you want to spend. Lucky's is way, is way more expensive. I'm feeling Grumpy's. Yeah. I heard Grumpy's more of like a mom and pop yeah. shop. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it absolutely what it is. is. But it, you would need to get down there get as early like, as you can. Like get block there. out some time because you might wait a little long. You might wait mm-hmm. a while. Yeah, you'll wait at both places. But, yeah, but yeah, I, Grumpy's I, yeah. is like, I, I I love Grumpy's. Yeah, I've always liked Grumpy's. Lucky's is good too, though. I really like. I, I like them both. But yeah, but um, I guess that's really it for Jimmy and the CLE. All yeah. right. Okay. You've been, I All see right. you've been taking some pictures. I have. I'm uh, downtown enough, and I have a camera just lying around, and I use it for my other job. So plug your page. Yeah, I hey, saw the page. It's, uh, Pix underscore by underscore Pisarchik. Uh, I just take pictures of uh, you know P-B-P. mostly mostly just buildings around Cleveland, uh, the arcade, um, like Terminal Tower, uh, Huntington Bank, that huge glass ceiling. If you've ever been in that building. Yep. But uh, more just scenery. I don't know. Kind of cool. Nothing special. I thought I'd just make an account yeah. just for yeah. uh, the heck of it. So we're big on abbreviations here. We're big on so it. big PBP yes. at L O T L. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. So that's, that's about yeah, it for me. yeah. All right. So we will chronicle that every week. Any new places that Jimmy gets to go to, uh, since he's uh, kind of learning the city, um, which is interesting, being you know a part of the podcast as well, because um, we. We uh, are the All Things Cleveland podcast, so to have somebody who's kind of experiencing everything for the first time is kind of cool. So, Jimmy, with his internship and the opportunities that he's going to be getting uh, moving forward, uh, it's going to be pretty cool to talk about. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go through some sports real quick and uh, just kind of touch on some stuff. Um, you put this in here, but... I'm I'm gonna say it because you put it in here. I didn't oh, put it in here. I thought you. Would Congrats to. Uh, uh, I'm not. Th- well, whatever. I'll say the second guy's name too. Although I don't really. Uh, <laughs> Congrats to Jan Gomes, who is a world champion, and to Ezreal Cabrera as well. 
I mean, he was a starter for the Nationals, so I guess I gotta, I gotta. He actually him, but played he oddly well. Yeah, he <laughs> I, he's always been a really good defender. He just yeah. sucks at hitting. Um, but you know, he hasn't played for the Indians for a while. Uh, but Jan Gomes was traded away from the Indians last year in the offseason this past year. Um, so it's cool to see him win the World Series. Obviously, we had the poll question up last week about who would you rather see win the World Series, Jan Gomes or Michael Brantley. It was really interesting to see how the World Series ended with Jan Gomes behind the home plate and uh, Michael Brantley at bat. So I'm not going to blame Michael Brantley for losing the World Series because they were down four <laughs> Especially runs. Especially when the rest of the lineup, who were supposed to be right. good, Crap the bed and get right. Brantley a two out, you know, in the but bottom yeah, I'm, ta- of the ninth. I'm talking yeah. like at that no, point, no, yeah, no, I like know, yeah, I know. even if he hit a home run, like the Astros, which he almost did, right? Yeah, which he that almost ball, did. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. man, yeah, but anyway, we, we won't get into too yeah, much I really about don't the World wanna, Series because really Jordan talk about it. It's still an open sensitive, wound. huh? Still an open. Wound. It's just, I, I, I just, told, I told him, so bummed out. I told him yesterday before the game started, like. I mean, he's lived here. Like, yeah. Cleveland fans, like, especially. Well, we get Indians it. fans especially know how, what it's like to lose a game seven. To when lose you, game when you, six and game yeah, seven at yeah. home yep. when you're up three to two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we know all we yep. know that all too well. I mean, that's the, the thing. Man, never mind. I'm not going to get into it because <laughs> Jordan's. It's it's still. It's just stupid. Yeah. I, I was just I was just gonna say I, I literally just can't believe that the road team won every single. No, game. that well that's a that's first. something that's, that's never actually, happened and I can that's I can actually a first. I can go on a limb and say that probably will never happen again. No, it won't. They said that's never happened yeah. in the NBA or uh, NHL either. <laughs> that's, that's, that's unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah, I almost said NFL. So anyway, but yeah, congrats to those two guys and uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's talk about this for a couple minutes because. Uh, I want to get Jordan's perspective on it. So, uh, we're not going to really preview the Browns-Broncos. The Broncos suck, and the Browns need to win this game or else their season's over. So, we'll just say the Browns need to win. And I, <laughs> we'll I, leave it at that. I, I, personally, I think the Broncos are playing a quarterback that's never thrown an NFL pass this week. So Wait, they're not playing what's-his-name anymore? Flacco got hurt. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he has a herniated disc or something like Yikes. that in his back, so he might be done for the year. So they're playing Brandon Allen, who's a like a rookie or second-year player from Arkansas. He's never thrown a pass to the NFL. So, yeah, knowing the Browns' luck, he'll throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. But uh, I think the Browns are going to win. I think the Browns are going to win their next two and get to four and five. Uh, I think the Ravens are going to lose this week because they play New England, and uh, they'll be right back in it. So, but anyway... What I want to get to and I want to talk to you guys about, and Jordan especially because, you know, he went to school for journalism. He's been a journalist uh, for newspapers, and he's done reporting. He's done interviews, all that stuff. Was there some drama that happened between Tony Grossi and Baker Mayfield? So, uh, this was Wednesday. Yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, Baker Mayfield's doing his media availability for the week. So, he's in the locker room. You know, they put the, the Browns logo thing behind him, and he's talking to reporters. Well, he talked for about eight minutes. He was completely civil, completely, uh, um, you know, engaged in everything with all the other reporters. And then Tony Grossi comes in, and just to give you a little bit of a backstory about Baker Mayfield and Tony Grossi, um, they don't Baker doesn't like Tony Grossi to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the draft process, Tony Grossi went out on a limb to say about how much he doesn't like him, how much he compared him to Johnny Manziel. Uh, he said that if the Browns drafted Baker Mayfield, that he'd retire, which after Baker got drafted by the Browns, 
Baker made sure to bring it up to Tony Grossi, like, so you're retiring now, right? Like, that was a joke. That was mainly a joke, whatever. But there's also some personal stuff between the two. Tony Grossi has said some stuff about uh, some stuff that that apparently thought went on with, like, Baker's family and stuff. I'm not going to oh, get into it, but okay. it's it's there's animosity there already. So, yeah. Um, and Tony, this is this is a this is a big thing with like players throughout the years that people don't like. Players don't trust Tony Grossi. They don't. Mm. Um, there have been reporters that have talked to numerous players that say like that they don't trust him. They don't like giving him sound bites. They don't like answering his questions, stuff like that. But he's been a beat reporter for the Browns for thirty five years. So you know, take that for what it is. So anyway, it's getting towards the end of Baker's media availability, and Baker. Uh, Tony Grossi asks Baker about um, the end of the first half drive that the Browns stalled, and uh, he was asking him. He asked him a question, which was a pretty, you know, good question. He asked him, "Hey, you know, it seemed like there was a lack of urgency with the offense. Can you kind of talk about?" It? And Baker was mm-hmm. like, "Baker's like, you know, we got a penalty. We kind of got behind the chain, so that's kind of the clock was running. So that's you know, we." Basically, he's trying to say he didn't want to give the ball back to the Patriots before halftime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Grossi then says, uh, but uh, the clock wasn't wasn't running or whatever. And then Baker tries to answer him again. And when Baker's answering him, Grossi interrupts him and says, but again. And Baker flipped out. He's like, stop. Yeah, Baker literally funny. said, stop saying but. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what's going on right now. You didn't play football. You don't know. He's like, that's straight up. And then Tony Grossi had a really snarky uh, question back to him saying, well, were you happy with that drive? And Baker like looked at him. Yeah, and I, uh, I have the I have the soundbite, actually. But uh, he's like, what? No, I wasn't happy with that drive. What are you talking about? Like, are you serious? This is the dumbest question you've ever asked. So this is the, uh, the dumbest question you could ask. What? And then he and then he's just like Jesus Tony and just walks off. <laughs> so these guys obviously have a history. My thing about the whole thing was I thought it was unprofessional by Tony Grossi to uh, ask Baker the question, and then when Baker's not giving him the answer that he wants, he interrupts Baker while he's trying to give the answer to try and ask him a leading question to get the answer that he wants. Personally, and I, I want to hear your feelings mm-hmm. about this. Like, as a journalist, you ask the question and then you get the answer, whatever it is. If you want to ask a follow-up question based off of the answer that he gives you, that's perfectly fine. But for you to ask baiting and leading questions to a guy that you already are kind of, like, at odds with, like, like he was interrupting him. Like, Baker was yeah. trying to answer him, and, and he says, but this. And mm. Baker's like, well, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, but this. And Baker's just like, stop saying but. Like, mm. like basically saying he's trying yeah, to answer Yeah, no, I you. saw, yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought, I, there's a lot of things, I think. But I, I hate when journalists ask questions like this in general because they're basically trying to get a quote. And yeah. the quotes are usually taken out of context. Um, could Baker have handled it better? Yes. But I at totally the same totally at the agree. same time, though, I actually don't like when players just take crap from the media like that i don't and i like when they get angry like uh sorry to bring this up but cole had a controversial interview yesterday after the game and right i'm actually on cole's side he basically 
he literally said, I don't, I'm not an employee of the team anymore. Right. And, Currently, and yeah, well, it's not. Right. But he, he didn't have to say that. He was obviously trying to right. be dramatic. Right. And then he had a real snippy answer. And this is a much more dramatic situation than but Baker's in. But I'm bringing that up because I love Cole and I love the Astros, but I, the, the Astros screwed him. They did. In multiple ways. The batters did. The Hinch did. Yeah. In my opinion. So going back to, so I, I, what I I'm saying really unprofessional of Cole, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, what is this? Like, I yeah. get it. Yeah. We've all had outbursts that we really wish we right. would say something stupid. Right. We just aren't on film. Right. So with Baker in this situation, obviously ba- this season's not going how Baker wanted it to go. Right. Not in overall, as far as the Browns go and over and his performances. Sure. So he's frustrated, obviously. And you know, you got a guy like Grossi who's apparently notorious for asking these baited questions and he's stuff. An, yeah, he's yeah. an antagonist. Um, in this case, I actually don't have any problems with Baker's response at all. Uh, I think that you see this frequently where local journalists will... There's always that one... What's the word I can use on the air? Uh, goofball mm-hmm. journalist who always ruins the interviews, always derails where, you know, people might be asking... And this isn't a, que- a situation of, oh, well, they need to ask the real questions. Sure. No, this is not a real question. Sure. A real question is Baker... For an, I'm just making something off the top of right, my head. Right, right, right. Like, might piss Baker off. You know, Baker, you've thrown a lot of interceptions. Like, can you, what's going on with it? Or whatever, you know. Sure. For example. And then you give him a chance to explain that. We know for a fact he has thrown a lot of interceptions. But maybe there's a reason. Maybe it's deeper right. than just, oh, he's a bad quarterback. I don't know. Yeah. So, in this situation, it's just a baited question to try to just get him to, I think he, I don't know what he was trying to get him to. Maybe he just wanted to have him admit that they're bad or something i don't yeah. know but you he know was just, he was yeah he was like you said he was baiting him he yeah was, and then and then the final question is an absolute joke you right. know were you happy with the drive yeah like, really like, that's like the people that, that's as bad as the people who go up to the guy who just blew the pitcher that just threw a walk-off pitch and yeah. then like well, how are you feeling right yeah now? like yeah. that's not a question you need yeah. to ask and would you like to have that pitch back right and I want to ask this, too, or I want to bring this out here. Last week, there was that whole issue with Mary Kay Cabot or whatever. And I, I understand a lot of people don't like her, but right. that situation, to me, I, I think that's just a huge misunderstanding. I think Cabot maybe actually did misunderstand what he was saying. It's, it's possible. possible. That's I'll possible. Give her this. But, it's, but even in that situation, yeah. I know it looks bad on the reporter's part, but right. if he said something, who knows what the—you don't— yeah. He said it, you know, and, and he had to clarify. It, it was just a goofy mess of a situation. Well, with that... I feel the, the, I struggle that, to... I, I struggle to blame Mary on yeah. that one. I well, really with my, my issue with that incident was mm-hmm. she wrote a follow-up piece saying that Jarvis Landry had to clarify. No, she should have corrected her tweet mm-hmm. and said, said something like, just to clarify, this is what he actually yeah. said. Yeah. Again, I don't know if she. I don't know if she didn't even realize the situation was going on at the time or not. Because you got to understand, sometimes journalists are so busy, they don't see that their tweet blew up, and they're like, "Oh, let me make a clarification of that," and then they don't realize that, "Oh, everyone's talking trash about me right now." Who knows? I don't know. All I'm trying to say is, to me, that's just an unfortunate misunderstanding. This is intentional from Grossi, and it's very clear he doesn't like Baker, and it's very clear he's always trying to bait him. 
Um, it was it, what I didn't yeah. like about it was it was it was an intentional line of questioning to elicit yeah. a negative response. Right. Like and, my opinion, and, ask a question, ask a question that's not slanted, and take whatever answer he gives you because right. if you if you listen to if you listen to uh, they had him on the radio after like that all blew up and everything, mm. and he was saying like you know Baker could have just told me no comment. Mm. Like well okay. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have done the same thing that you did right. and asked a follow up question like you right. did like three times. Oh, and then he would have made a big deal about him saying no comment. Yeah, him right. not like yeah, not, no, he's not, not respect- being responsible. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. So and you, Baker, I, kind of a hothead at times, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. I think we get really goofy. We expect Peyton Manning answers every time, yeah. and and that's goofy. Yeah, I nobody wants I, to see. Peyton. I pre- I appreciate Baker's yeah. candor, uh, for better or worse. I think he could have handled it better by not, you know, just storming off, like saying Jesus, right. Tony, and then just Ooh. storming off. Hey, but it but, happens. But <coughs> I think that's better right. than him staying. Right. Baker Grossi continually continuing to prod him, and Baker saying something that he'd really regret. Right. I agree, and and I don't. I my always view my view on this is I don't know why they make it so forceful that these guys have to even talk to the press. I get it. Oh, right. Whatever. But like I understand I after the game, sure, you want instant right. reaction. Right. But sometimes these these but no, sometimes these press conferences just go on and on yeah. and on and can you uh walk us through the play where you messed up uh one more time please? Like it's like stop. Yeah. And, just and stop. like, like for, for me like, like if I if I was Baker like looking back on it obviously I probably would have right. had a similar reaction that Baker did just yeah. because I'm half Italian I'm kind of a hothead <laughs> but uh, for Baker like looking back on it like I, I would have been like why are you asking me about something that happened four days ago when right. I'm preparing for the next game already right. I, I'll, I'll answer any questions you right. want about the Denver Broncos I'm not answering any questions about the Patriots right. game anymore it's and, over and, it's done with if you wanted to ask me about something that went on in the game I do a post game press conference after every game you can ask me there right not Four days later, when I'm prepping for the next game. Yeah, no, I get, I get 100. And I, again, I just think that some of these journalists they have so much hubris and just so much like. Right. Ooh, and it's another ooh, thing. Like, is I'm like, the beats reporter. And, and this like, isn't just with like Cleveland reporters. This is like it's everywhere. This is, oh, it's 100. And, and and it's it it's all it has to go a lot with what we talked about last week with your cousin Caleb and yeah. the advent of social media. Like, like you're not as a journalist. <laughs> You're not deserving of the answer that you want when you ask a question. Right. You ask a question and you're leaving it up to the variable of what that guy's going to say. Right. So for you to ask a question and then interrupt the guy giving you the answer because he's not giving you the answer that you want, that you want to write your story about, which is what happened, mm-hmm. which Grossi was writing a story based right. off of the of questioning. Of course. So like that to me, is what fired up Baker even more than what the actual content right. of the questions was the fact that he was continually interrupting mm-hmm. him. Like, you heard Baker. He just said, stop saying but, because right. he asked him three additional questions, and right. he started them all with but. And he was answering the question. To be fair, right. 100% fair to Baker, he was answering the questions. Right. And the question, the first question alone is kind of... The dumbest question you could ask. <laughs> what? And the first question alone is kind of stupid. Was yeah. there a lack of urgency? Yeah. yeah. Yep. All the Browns, professional well, Browns It was a leading players. question. I, I get that question. No, no, but, no, no, no. Right. But right. it's like... It, but even that is insinuating. He's. I know what he's right. trying to get at. He's right. trying to, right. he's trying to like, accuse Baker of being lazy. I don't, under, like, I don't get why uh, reporters ask questions that they already know the answer to. Well, cause they, it's because they want a quote. 
You well, have yeah, to I have those it. quotes. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. Because like, it, legi- it legitimizes the article that you're writing. Right, you have to have a quote. So even... Because you can't they, just... You that's can't... why you'll have... That's why, for instance, the famous, you know, how did you feel about that? Right. Like, that's why they ask that. Because if you, if you, you know, if you right. go up to a, a, a guy, you know, you can't, yeah, you Altuve can't just... hits the walk-off home run, right? Right. You go up to him and be like, Altuve, like, walk us through that home run. He'll he'll be real technical, maybe. And, yeah. But then he he's he might not even care to be like, oh, my heart's joyful. So you have to ask those. That What's I, going through your mind? That I, you know? I get that. But see the and they, so even this question, like, yeah, he's trying it's to like get if, a quote. If you're writing your article, you can't just say like, oh, I'm, I, right. I'm sure Baker was, you know, upset that they didn't score on that drive. Right. Right. But well, that, but that, that question was ridiculous. That, that's a joke of a question. The first one about the lack of urgency. He's probably trying to get him to say, "Oh, we're 100 yeah. percent committed." Blah blah blah. But he probably didn't say that. It sound, if I remember right, he actually was kind of giving more details on why that happened. You know, getting into the penalty and stuff. And I assume he probably wanted him to be like, "Oh, well, you know, we were disappointed." I don't. Know. He's just looking for a quote. But right. you can't be a butt when you're doing that either. You really right. can't. You know. Yeah, so, I mean, hopefully that goes away. Hopefully the Browns can win on Sunday and we can start to move forward. Um, Real quick, do you want to talk about – you were at the Cavs game last night. Yeah. Uh, Just talk about your experience at the renovated – So, first of all – Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. kind of unrecognizable, to be honest. Uh, Especially from the outside. From the outside, and you first walk in. The concourse. And then you remember, oh, this used to be outside. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's kind of weird. Totally everything's new inside. Everything. Yeah. I can't even recognize it. Um, you get out into the arena and they just freshened it up so well, you know, overall, like yeah. everything, right. even the top concourse or whatever the word is, the Loudville, outer, Loudville area, the tunnels look so much better. Yeah. Like if you remember, they like, used to just be painted like yeah. gold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just look kind of concrete. Yeah. They just look, yeah, they, were cin- yeah. they were, they were painted cinder blocks. Right. Is what right. They were. And it's still just painted if I remember correctly, but it looks a lot better. Yeah. And the new Budweiser bar is really cool. Yeah. So what they essentially did is add what the you know the district and progressive they basically built that into one of the sections of Loudville. Yeah, and I think it's great for yeah. a couple of reasons. First of all, who needs really that extra amount of you know seats right there? It right. looks awesome. Right. Uh, Toyota Center actually has a similar setup, and there's a couple of arenas I've been to that they have like just at the top, just this open area where you can just look down at everything. Right. It allows yeah. it allows you like if right. Say you're sitting, you're watching the game, you're like, oh, I need another beer or whatever. Yeah. It allows you to go someplace to get oh, a beer 100%. and still be able to watch the game. Rather than game. walk out out of yeah. the concourse. Well, because some of those concourse, you can't see anything. Well, yeah, know? that. Yeah. And like yeah. they always had those little TVs that were like three seconds behind. Yeah. So you'd hear like yeah. the crowd roar. Well, and you're then, like, what the yeah, hell yeah, yeah, exactly. you see it on the TV. I think it's great. It looks really cool. When you're up there, it's really cool. Uh, it's a great place. Like Let's say it's a blowout. You know, you can just go hang out there. I mean, we did that last year at Saucy too, but that's on you know that's downstairs. But yeah, I, I think it looks really sharp. That's just on the track. Yeah, well, it's, it says Budweiser, so that's whatever. Right. But you know, but the the area itself looks pretty cool. Um, overall, it feels like a new arena, honestly. And I think it's they cool did a how good they job. did. It's cool how they did all that to an already existing like right arena. Like it's yeah. it's easy to do that when you come up with plans for a brand new arena when you're starting mm-hmm. from scratch, but to Essentially, like the way they've pitched it is transform the queue, right? Like what they did, and I still haven't been there. I'm just judging it on pictures, and like you've been there, it's just it, it. Like you said, it feels like a totally new arena. It really does, and I, I again, I just, I just, it, it was. I think they did a really good job. 
Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. And here I even have some pictures. I can show you them after or now if you want. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, the Cavs picked up a big win yesterday. 2-2 two and two on the season. Uh, Colin Sexton looking really good. Kevin Love had 20 rebounds. He had like 16 rebounds in the first half. The dude. Yeah, he was turned up. He's, he's a monster. Mm-hmm. When he's healthy, that dude's still one of the top 10 players in the league. Um, Tristan Thompson's playing like an all-star. Yeah, he was he had, playing good. He had 23 and 10 last night. I, like, I don't think I've ever seen Tristan Thompson score more than 20. Right. And he's, done and he it, was, he's done it like three was, out of the first four games. He was trying to score, too, which yeah. was interesting. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, looking promising. Like interesting. Huh? So we look promising. Yeah. I mean, so far, I mean, who knows how long they're going to keep it up because I I still don't think the Cavs are going to win more than like 25 games. But, you know, at least they'll be, in, they'll, they'll be you know, interesting. They're not going to get blown out every other night like they did last year. So. Right. Uh, it's you know it's really cool to see. I think John Beeline is going to be a success as a head coach for the Cavs. I think more so because you know the Cavs are one of the youngest teams in the league, so he's used to dealing with college age kids. So mm-hmm. you know he's more relatable to the um, to the young squad. Um, but yeah, so Cavs played tomorrow night at Indiana uh, against the Pacers. They beat the Pacers on opening night, so I'm sure the Pacers are going to be looking for some uh, some payback. So anyway, before we wrap up the episode, uh, Jordan, let's go over uh, a couple events that are coming up uh, yeah. real quick, and then uh, we'll talk about our plans for the weekend, and we'll get on out of here. Yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, real quick, I really apologize. Did we touch on the Russo brothers already? Oh, we, we did. just mentioned it, right? Yeah. There, there's not much it. else to say. I just wanted to touch the bridge. No, I just, I, I thought it was cool. Um, like, like yeah. I probably wouldn't even have brought it up, but... Like they they're filming it on Ridge Road in Parma. Yeah, like I used yeah. to live right there. And I guess the movie is called Cherry. Tom Holland is going to be yeah, the Spider-Man. star. Yeah, and I guess it's about uh, uh, an ex soldier or something who's yeah. suffering from some yeah. sort of something PTSD or right. something. Um, but they film they film scenes yeah. in that oh, yeah, beverage yeah, store. Yeah, that yeah. Have always yeah. Been, Max, that Max or, beverage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, you'll probably see them around town. I'm sure. Yeah, they said uh, they said on the news story that there's going to be like intermittent uh, road closings of Ridge, which is kind of annoying because that's super annoying. Actually, Ridge is well. I mean, I don't care. I don't live over there anymore. Well, but but yeah, but Ridge is one of the more uh, busier um, streets in Cleveland. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So there's that. Uh, keep an eye out. I actually saw the trailers last night. It's kind of cool. You just don't see that in Cleveland, really. Not often, at least. For sure. Um, let's preview some events. Uh, one event that we didn't get to go to next year, and I actually really want to make an effort to go this year, is the 12 Beers of Christmas. It is November 27, the night before Thanksgiving, at Der Braumeister on 13046 Lorraine Avenue. It's a famous German restaurant. Um, it goes from 2.30 p.m. to about... Yeah, Der Braumeister. <laughs> goes from 2.30 p.m. to about 12 a.m. at midnight. It's a very popular event. Uh, they do 12 Christmas ales. Some of them are very rare. So obviously you're gonna have your famous ones, you know, Holly Jolly, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. But then oh, there's some really rare ones, I guess, bubbly. that they offer as well. They're gonna be offering special food, you know, similar to the Christmas sale thing that uh, Great Lakes does. But this is just multiple Christmas sales. Right. So the reservations are actually requ- re- uh, required. So I, I guess a lot of people come here and they don't have a very big place. So um, we're gonna drop the link to where you can sign up and register. You can get a table. Uh, a really cool thing that they do. Uh, I've never seen it this place do it, but I've been to places that do this, is they sing Silent Night Live. Everybody oh, yeah, does. that's awesome. Um, that's my favorite Christmas yeah, carol. Yeah, and we actually did this at the Christmas bar last year, and yep. it's a really cool thing to sing a Christmas carol with a whole bunch of like 
other randos. Like, <laughs> right. it's just really cool. Um, and so they, they do two live singings. I don't know what the right term is. They sing it live twice. Um, and it's really cool. And I said, said it's cool a lot. Sing it live or do they... Cool, cool. Do they sing it live or do they... Do it live! They do it live. They do it live. Uh, we'll, we'll give the link so you can sign up if you're interested in going. Um, the other big event that's even later in this month, um, I struggled to find events coming up. I know that like tomorrow I'm going to go on Facebook and yeah, be like, oh, I mean, that gonna, looks cool. But it's going to be, a, yeah. I, I'm interested to see when the Christmas bar opens back up. Yeah, same. Um, Probably in the next couple weeks. It would be very soon, I would imagine. So, another really big event that's going on November 30th. <laughs> In Tower City, it's called Winterfest. I'm sure many people have actually gone. It's actually the official Cleveland kickoff for the holiday season. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. They light the Christmas tree. I said cool again. I keep saying that. I need to stop. As a as an ex-journalist, you're not supposed to use... It's almost as bad as a 16-year-old girl using yeah. the word like. Yeah, yeah, no, it really is. You're, yeah. not, you're not supposed to use like the same adjective or even yeah. verb in like the same paragraph right. so it's annoying to myself i say uh, doing this. all the time well that's, time yeah, i that's, listen back to our episodes yeah. just like uh, <clears throat> that's uh, another thing i do but ice skating rink food adult beverages and more cool, yeah. cool, <laughs> live music it's organized by the downtown cleveland alliance they actually don't have all the full information out yet <clears throat> they just have the date so keep yeah. an eye out we'll drop the link there's a couple of links you can go to but uh, your people are probably going. Uh, Jemmy are going to probably. Yeah. Dusty's yeah. my people. What's yeah. that supposed Clay? to mean? This yeah. is hey, Jordan, what do you mean by his? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? Cultural um, appropriate. This is probably a little more of a family event, but I could totally yeah. see a good group of oh, sure. you know twenty somethings, thirty somethings going out. It'll be also have a great time. So those yeah. are the two events I have. Previewed. The link that you have is Destination this is Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Dusty Clee. Dusty Clee. Yeah. Dusty. Oh, yeah, that's Dusty, Dusty Clee. Yeah. Yeah. That's. A, Maybe we can start at the Frau-Meister. We're a German podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So thanks, Jordan. Appreciate that. A couple of events coming up. I'm sure we'll have uh, some more next week. Yeah. So anyway, before we get on out of here, guys, what's the move this weekend? What's going on? Homework. Homework? <laughs> I do have a Halloween party for my uh, marketing club tomorrow. Oh, is that? Yeah, so. that's the one where you're dressing up as... Uh, Daniel Grease Hill. Lightning! Grease Lightning! <laughs> yes. Saturday, Sunday, we're going to be... As he twirls his hair. Yes. Oh, it's going to be awfully twirly oh, tomorrow. We're gonna that's get why some... you're growing the hair out. I'm going to grease it grease it, and then you're going to have the one... Oh, oh hell for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, so you got that going on. And then and just homework. some homework, but I will be going to Grumpy's on Sunday. That's, oh, that's the plan, right. so I will Grumps. let you all know next week how it is. Do you guys suggest any specific... Food. It's, I've never good. had a bad. Idea. Yeah, I pretty much had everything good. I, I mean, I really like their just regular breakfast. Like, but if you want to do something a little more exciting, the burrito's pretty good. Okay. Um, oh, we had the waffles. Those were if really they, good. If they have uh, the Belgian waffle, mm-hmm. get that. Yeah. Okay. They don't always have it. It's like a special something. So they have it. They'll put like fruit and stuff on it. So that's really good. Well, that's the plan for me. Nice. Cool. You're done. What's the move? Nothing too crazy. I, sure thing, Jordan. <laughs> sure yeah. thing, Dan. I want to go to Funkin' Ship, which is platform Oh, yeah. Sour. I mean, that opens this weekend? It actually opens up tomorrow night. If Ooh. I can't do tomorrow night, I'm interested in maybe going sometime on Saturday. I don't have anything else official planned. 
I don't have anything else official planned. I'm definitely not really going to be watching sports. I might catch the... <laughs> no sports. I might hey. catch the Tottenham game, maybe, if I'm big. in the mood for being disappointed. If you want to watch, if you want to switch up with sports, big UFC fight oh, Saturday. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Uh, okay. Yep. The, the bad Diaz mother effort title. Oh. Yeah. BMF title, yeah, baby. The UFC is going WWE where they're just making up championships. And whoever and wins, The oh. Rock's going to wrap it around their, their uh, waist. Wait, is it really called that? Yeah. The, the bad mother effort title. Yeah. What? The yes. BMF okay. title. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're, going, they're going WWE and just making up championships. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yep. But it probably makes them a lot of money. So. 100%. So that's uh, Jordan. Hey, hey, Dan. What's the move? Daniel. Yes, Jordan. What's your, what's your move? What are you moving this week? What's the move? Yeah. <laughs> what's the move? Yeah. What's the move? Uh, I don't know exactly what I'm doing tomorrow. Uh, I think I have something going on, but I can't remember. Saturday, uh, my brother's birthday's coming up, and my sister-in-law texted us all today saying that she's having uh, his birthday on Saturday. So Saturday night, probably going over there. And then Sunday, uh, hopefully going to end the misery and watch the Browns finally win for the first time in like a month. So. There's <laughs> yeah. Whoop whoop. So, go Browns. So that's the move for us this weekend. Uh, yeah. You're gonna let us know how Funkin' Ship is if you go. Yeah. I uh, I just realized that I'm not a big. I mean, I not just realized. If you go that, tomorrow, let me know. I might go. Yeah. I don't really yeah. No, I'll, I'll hit you up for sure. I was if I'm going, I'm probably going right after work because it's technically on the way home. Do you know where it is? Yes. I just I looked okay. it up. Oh, okay, yeah. so you know. Come yeah. On. It's in. Uh, it's, it's, in Tremont. <clears throat> it's like in Tremont, basically. No. It's uh, right across. It's on a side street near where the hospital is, on off of West 25th. So it's it's off of West 25th on... Oh, on that's okay. That, I can't remember the name of the, yeah, the road. I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. All right, so anyway, that's uh, pretty much going to do it for us this uh, week. Good episode, boys. Good episode. Lots of, lots of good stuff. Lots of good content. Um, if you're not following us already, follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Uh, check us out on our website, lotlpodcast.com, where we post all of our embedded links for our episodes. So you can kind of go back in time, which I've been doing a little bit recently, and um, check out our old episodes when we were just wee lads starting out in the podcast game. And uh, then check out Steve's uh, first journal entry for his training for his next marathon. Um, so that's going to do it. I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. So, uh, yeah, for uh, Jordan and Jimmy... I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, and I hope everybody has a great Halloween, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Boo.